0: Hey, I hope you're enjoying this content. want to make sure that you know about our Facebook group. It's totally free, but it's a great place to post any questions you might have, get some resources, talk to people who are doing the Clinic Gym model. You can find it on Facebook and it's called the Clinic Gym Hybrid Discussion Group. Once again, the Clinic Gym Hybrid Discussion Group. If you haven't gotten in there yet, you have to answer a couple questions so we can keep the deadbeats out, but we'd love to have you in there. And if you ever have a question about, hey, I don't know how to set up my insurance or what company do you use for this equipment? that is the absolute best place to post. Every day we're getting great questions and even better answers. And man, there's tons of resources out there that I didn't even know about. So once again, check us out on Facebook. It's a Facebook group open to anybody as long as you answer the questions going in. It's the Clinic Gym Hybrid Discussion Group on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterly, you're going to jump into this interview with me where we're covering the aspects of how to successfully run and build and grow your clinic gym hybrid. Why? It's the best care in musculoskeletal health that is offered. Exercise is the word that pops up in the research more than others. And here's what I believe. I believe that sweat glands are painkillers. I believe that helping people find the edges of their abilities will help them lead a better life. Through this, we want to help 10,000 offices grow into a clinic-gym hybrid over the next 10 years. So if you're one of those offices or one of those providers, then jump into this interview with me. Let's roll. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, as always, Dr. Josh Satterley, and it's my pleasure today to be joined by Mindy Boisen. Mindy, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Good. It's great to see you. We haven't seen each other in quite a while.
1: I know, since on base, you.
0: Yeah, and that had to be what 2018 or
1: uh, yeah, maybe yeah. before COVID, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, for those listeners, Mindy is a, uh, a trainer down in Scottsdale, Arizona. She specializes in golf, and within golf, she has additional specialties. She specializes in golf fitness. She's worked at country clubs, private clubs. Um, I'm sure you've done some personalized training in homes or in private gyms uh, when you work in golf. You are often shocked by how many people have a, a gym in their house that is better than the one you've ever, you know, anyone you could own. Oh, that's for so, sure. Yeah. So give everybody a little uh, a little snippet of how long you've been in Scottsdale, how long you've been doing golf fitness, and what your background is.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I did not start in the exercise science field whatsoever. My degree from 1991 from Indiana University of Pennsylvania is early childhood development. <laughs> With a minor in, in special ed and learning disabled. So, yeehaw! Uh, yeah. How that's helped me is because I can still teach and I can talk to people and I can do a layman's terms very well and give analogies. Uh, I didn't plan on getting out of that business. Um, I was teaching aerobics back in the 90s in uh, downtown Norfolk at the athletic club. And then I moved to Houston, Texas, and I taught out of some world gyms there. And I was still teaching school. And lo and behold, we get transferred up to Indianapolis. And I thought, man, of course, I'm going to get a teaching job. I'm 24 years old. Who can't get a teaching job. And I couldn't. The enrollment was down and I couldn't find one, but I was still teaching a lot of aerobics classes per se. Um, That's what we called it then with the leg warmers and the thongs and all that good stuff. And I went into a gym and said, "Okay, it's June. I don't know if I'm going to find a teaching job, but I want to go ahead and teach here. And that was the person that I would say first changed my life and said, no, 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 no. We need a manager. You're a manager. And I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't do sales. I'm a teacher. And the next thing you know, I'm cold calling, cleaning toilets, teaching, went for my personal training certificate, trained, and just pretty much did it all from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night and worked my butt off.
0: Now, how big of a joint was this?
1: So this was called, this was Live Right Fitness Center in Indianapolis. Yeah. And I learned very quickly what I didn't like about business and how some people had some big business practices. Um, I was still able to teach. I taught at IUPY in the strength and conditioning department.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: that was nice. So I still got that. I just didn't have to talk to parents. I just said, hey, you're in college now and I, you can fail if you don't show up. So, So I still got the teaching part of it in. Um, when I left, when I left Live Right, I got went into the Hawthorns Golf and Country Club. There was a client at Live Right that said, "Hey, we need someone at the country club," and that was in Fishers, Indiana, and uh, I don't know, 1995, I think, or six. And I'm like, "Okay, I'll, I'll do this." Uh, I, I'm a trainer. I'm pretty good. I guess I could work with golfers. You know, I thought that would be swell. I'd do everything rotationally. Um, and then I went into Pilates training in, uh, I'd say, what, 1998, and that changed my life. That's when I went, okay, this is not about bodybuilding. This is not about how you look necessarily. Um, if I'm going to stay in this business and this is something I want to do, I better start looking at how the body moves, how I can keep, keep people out of pain. I mean, I had scoliosis myself, have have it, and uh, went through months of Pilates training in Chicago and bam, I went, okay, Pilates for golfers. Let's do it. So I worked out at that country club and drove to people's houses. And again, ran myself into the ground because I was in my twenties. And that's what you do in your twenties, right? You pretty much don't say no. And I paid for it.
0: So how'd you end up out in Scottsdale?
1: So, well, personal things. I went through a divorce around the age of 30. And went. What the heck am I doing in Indianapolis?
2: <laughs> yep. And
1: progressive thinking and fitness was not exactly in the forefront of people's minds right there in, in about the year two thousand. It really wasn't. People weren't <laughs> catching on to this Pilates thing. So I needed sunshine. Um, I liked golf. My dad had been the high school golf coach, and so I came out on a whim. I came out for the for the Fiesta Bowl, and went. Whoa! This is a very interesting place, and I like I like the scene. So I came out back and I sold everything, came back a month later to look for a place to land. And I just pointed at a map for private clubs and there was Tatum Ranch Golf Club. So that's... Which, that would for play. those
0: listeners, is one of the, you know, Phoenix has what? Like 150 different golf courses, the Phoenix, Scottsdale area. But oh. Tatum Ranch is one of the top five courses in that area.
1: So Tatum Ranch is not. Tatum Ranch is actually a corporate course. It's been, for your listeners, uh, there's been, it's been American golf, Eagle golf, OB sports. Um, yeah. Now it's Arcus. It's Arcus golf. Okay. So it's always been a corporate for sure. And, and pretty much in North Scottsdale, Cave Creek area, it's very middle of the road, like very okay. affordable for families. Um, so they said, come on in, do what you want, figure it out. Okay. We, we're, we, we yeah. can't pay anybody. So you get to you get to have at it.
0: So for the listeners, not to cut you off and diverge, uh, if you're a young clinician or you're like, hey, I I need to make a change, you know, and and if you have any desire to work with golfers whatsoever, I think it's well worth your time to go in a bunch of different country clubs, check out their fitness center, and then see, uh, you know, if they'd be interested in renting space. We have a listener who was telling us a story. He rented out, he lived in an apartment complex and the gym there was not being used. So he rented it out for like $50 a month and he trained clients in there to get his business started. I, um, you know, at one point we were providing fitness services over at TPC. Summerlin, TPC is a chain of of country clubs for everybody listening, but um, at TPC Summerlin and they were over the moon to have us provide services there. And a lot of these places build these centers and then just don't know what the hell to do with it. And so, you know, oftentimes they can't pay money out of their budget, but they certainly would have let you work with clients if you got into a rev share agreement or something like that revenue sharing, you know, Hey, you'll get 20% of every client I work with. There's a ton of opportunity there. And, and you're going to deal with a higher end clientele, which makes life a whole lot easier. I'm sure you've seen that Mindy with working with in Pilates and and private clubs, you know, they're not typically the headache type of clients. Sometimes they're a little needy because they're big fans of themselves, but, um, you know, they're not super hard to work with. They have no problem paying and, you know, they can schedule midday because a lot of them have the financial ability that like, they don't, they don't have somebody else telling them what time to be at work, you know? So there's a lot of advantages there, but I've never, I bet if you, I don't know what your opinion was, but I bet if you if you went to 10 different country clubs and ask like, Hey, can I rent space or get into an agreement within those 10? You're going to find one, two or 3 that They're like, absolutely. We'd love to have you.
1: And that's what I did when I came down with 2002, I think it was still paper maps and I would just pull off the side of the road in a rental car. And I was tenacious. You know, I, I, I just wanted to know, hi, I'm a golf fitness coach, which I don't know if I called myself that at the time, because it was pre TPI and I really didn't know what I was doing, quite frankly, but this one said, yes, we just reopened. We are now private and hey, yeah, that that might, this might work. So it was just very good timing and um, ended up lasting 20 years, um, yeah. but I wasn't there full. I mean, so using my teaching background and early child development and being able to, again, at the turn of the century, bulletin boards. We still use bulletin boards. We had charts. I made things. I cut things out. I put things up on the wall. I wrote in the newsletter every month. And I just, it was like a dream come true for me.
0: Yeah. And you were also, like you're saying, like bulletin boards and all that. Yeah, yeah, sure. But you're also dealing with a clientele that's noticeably older than you were at the time, right? Like mm-hmm. the the average age of country club members is well over 55 usually. So yes, uh, I'm sure I, it worked well say- for that.
1: If I was thirty-two at the time, I think even when I was, meet, yeah, meeting with people in their fifties, I thought they were pretty darn old. <laughs> now that I'm fifty-three, eh, they weren't old. No. Now I'm now I'm the in the seventies. Old and
0: 80s. is always fifteen years more than what you are, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know?
1: fifteen to twenty. Yeah, fifties yeah. yeah. is the new thirties, right, Josh? <laughs> if,
0: yeah. If somebody was in the uh, was in that space and found a club to work with, uh, before we move on, what are some what are some ways to make yourself real popular at a club? For example, I think uh, Saturday morning, you know, mobility sessions on the range uh, offer those. And the pro shop would usually be pretty appreciative. The GM will probably be appreciative. And a lot of the guys on the range in my experience will be very hesitant for the first one or two weeks. But if you stick with it, they're going to start coming over and be like, Hey, this is tight. How can I do this? Or I want to build my term. And the other side of the coin is, you're not polishing a diamond here. You're trying to hack a rock and be like, Oh, look at that. Your thoracic spine moves four degrees, both directions. Great. Let's see if we can get 10. And they, you know, they're like, Oh my God, my, my swings incredible now. Yep.
1: I, I made myself known. I made, made sure that for member mixers, I was there now. I had a lot of time. I, I don't, I wasn't married. I I don't have any children that, that helped. I have to say, I, I kind of, maybe I blossomed a little early because I had the time. I really did. So I could stay there in the evenings. I could be there on Friday or Saturday night for a member mixer, member guest tournaments. I would set up a table on the range. Um, I just, I just didn't stop, you know, and I, I, I took that time and, and used it wisely to make myself known and, I thought I was a butterfly. I might've been a mosquito. I've ran into that too, you know, and people didn't really appreciate it. And I didn't take no for an answer, Um, but it got me where I am now.
0: (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So make yourself known, go to the member events. uh, And I think never stay just in the fitness center. Like every day, walk around, shake the hands of the people in the pro shop, shake the hands of the, everybody you can, you know, whoever's there.
1: Yeah. Goodie bags for the member guests, any goodie bags, any, any silent auction items. I was in there, you know, um, I made DVDs. I had a book. I was giving things away like crazy. I made shirts with my name with, you know, fit for golf that were really nice Antigua shirts. Those were thrown in. Nice. I really put a lot, a lot of money into those things to kind of get, just get the word out. Yeah,
0: But it was worth it, right? You had a great clientele. You had a great use of the facility and everything worked out.
1: Yeah. No, it was fantastic.
0: All right. So you said that lasted for 20 years. You you were doing that for 20 yes. years. Everything was hunky-dory. And then yeah. as things do, uh, corporate environments change, right? The, right? the focus of what the club's all about or who owns it or who's in charge changes.
1: Well, and I have to admit, if you're anywhere for 20 years, it's going to maybe get a little lax. You know, I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. I do believe in 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 changing the, your environment and changing the people who are doing things. That, so, I got the opportunity to go over to the Estancia Club from a member who was there, and that was a member-owned club. This is that's the number one golf course in Arizona, private course. It's in the top one hundred, I believe, in the in the nation for sure. I think anywhere in the thirties the sixties, depending on on the, what you're looking at. And they didn't have anybody either. In fact, they had a little dungeon in the basement, because again, it's a golf club. It's not a, you know, they didn't have physical therapists, they didn't have trainers, they didn't know what to do with that area. And I think because of what my background was getting into all the TPI certifications, FRC, I mean, just again, lots of education, I could go in and know what I was doing. Um, so that was the last 10 years. So then I started sharing between those two clubs, you know, and then Paravita, a Troon course, caught on and said, hey, can you come over and do a couple clinics? So I kind of made a name for myself up here. Mm -hmm. uh, As as a female in the industry in North Scottsdale that works with not necessarily pros, but with uh, juniors and seniors.
0: Yeah. So you're working at three different clubs. All three of them had... uh, Did any of them have standout facilities or were you making the most out of a dungeon?
1: Um. (laughs) <laughs> that's boy, boy. that's a good question no everything in Tatum Ranch was pretty much mine and when I left this year it looked like I think there were like eight selectorized machines in there and then a couple treadmills and I felt bad but it was all mine and I bought it over the years um is great it's true and they're looking into getting some life fitness up there from Mark Berry but mm-hmm. I did have to do a presentation to Estancia because of course, they do charge the members for everything in an assessment. And I had to say, please do not make a mistake um, by going with the cheapest product when you're m- building your new facility. So, three years ago, they built a very large facility, square footage, I couldn't tell you. Um, but they did buy top of the line. They went with Life Fitness. They listened mm-hmm. to me with all the TPI. They brought Mark Berry in, and it was just I mean, when you're the number one golf course, in Arizona, you, you, you don't want to be the number one fitness center necessarily, but you also don't want to skimp.
0: Right. So I was very
1: proud mm-hmm. of them for that. And I was happy that they mm-hmm.
0: listened. So. And I mean, you know, it happens a whole lot more now than it did 20 years ago, for sure. And like that people are starting to prioritize those fitness centers a little more. Right. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. So uh, you had, you were working at all three of those clubs, uh, Tatum Ranch, Estancia, and I can't remember the other one.
1: Uh, Yeah, Terra Vita. I mean, and I wasn't at all of them every day, but they were Mm -hmm. were probably at least once a week I would make the trek to all three. And those were long days. Yeah. Something had to be done. (laughs) Something had to change. (laughs) That's right.
0: Now, things change. uh, Corporate environments change. And they decide uh, they're either going to end that or renegotiate the lease or change the space. Trying to think of other reasons I've heard of.
1: Make it a profit center on their own.
0: Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna run this in house. That's very common it. out here in Vegas. You know, a lot of the hotels will bring in a great restaurant like Bobby Flay's, blah 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 blah, and they'll see how much money he brings in. They're like, we're gonna do this ourselves. It's always funny. They they never do it as well. They can never run a restaurant as well. And it's like you have failed with fifty different restaurants. What the hell are you trying to do it for? But anyways, neither here nor there. Uh, golden rule that uh, the. He who has the gold makes the rules. <laughs> I guess that's right, how it right. goes, right? When they right. own the facility, they get to make the rules. Well, So and, you decided, there, go ahead.
1: And there, there was rent after a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you go through a crash, right? And all the clubs mm-hmm. are looking for, for money, you know, in, in the right. 2008, 2009, everyone's like, wait a second, how much money are you making? And then of course you get COVID and all the clubs have a lot of money because everybody was golfing. So that's when they had the money to say, now we can hire somebody. And cool. they wouldn't have paid. They wouldn't have paid enough from me. Yeah. So it was, it was time to go. And um, yeah. you take a so leap. So you decided
0: of to open your own your own joint.
1: I did. I did. Yeah. I signed a lease uh, the beginning of August, and we had our CFO September fifteenth. After nice. breaking down walls and and ordering this all the stuff, and it was yeah. It was, It's been fantastic, and it's the first time I've ever done anything brick and mortar. With my teaching mm-hmm. background.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so how many square feet is your your new spot?
1: So we've got 1,750 inside. Mm-hmm. And then some of the new equipment that we got from TPI is outside. I'm going to say add another 350. Yeah, so we can it's about start the 2,000,
0: 2100 square feet. Yeah. Yep. I like it. And for those listening, you know, in, in Scottsdale, you can, if you have a shade, you can use a back patio for... And there's quite a few driving ranges and teaching centers I've been where they have an outdoor gym as well as an indoor, you know, for the spring and fall. It's just beautiful there. Yeah,
1: so. it, it wasn't planned like that. Um, I got the unique opportunity, you know, some things just fall into place really well, right? And mm-hmm. then sometimes that things just really fall apart. But it all kind of came together nicely. As soon as I decided to open this place, um, actually before I did, um, there's a, there's a program called chance at best chance at the best, I guess is what it is with, with life fitness and TPI. So life fitness um, grants the Titleist performance Institute in Oceanside, a lot of equipment pretty much to use as a studio, right? I think it's just a more, more of a consignment type of thing. And every two years they give it to someone at cost. And I was that person that, that got it this year. So I was able to get a lot more equipment that I would not have been able to buy retail. So I I got, it was, it was nice. But if any of your yeah. listeners are out there kind of curious, like, huh, how can I get involved? Keep your eyes open for the next World Golf Fitness Summit. There you go. Because they usually announce it there.
0: Yeah. So you, you go into this, you open your own facility and people should know it's a, it's very specific to golf. It's not a gym that also does golf fitness. It is very specific to golf fitness. So can you tell everybody a little bit about like the name, the branding, the different areas? Like I'm looking at Mindy right now and behind her, it says the range because there's a simulator in there. But uh, you wanted to be very golfy. So can you talk to us a little bit about some decisions you made along that to make it golfy?
1: I did. I wanted the team approach. Um, again, coming from the whole TPI background, all you hear about since 2006 when I got certified was, Team, 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 team. You've got to have a team. You got to have medical. You got to have fitness. You have to have the golf pro. And I have not seen a team approach out here. It's been, I guess we could, but I would say a little more territorial, a little tougher. Golf pros aren't talking to the clinicians. Clinicians aren't talking to trainers because they could take it. And I thought, well, that's just lousy. Where all we're doing is hurting people. And this is North Scottsdale. This is a very a place where people need need their teams. Um, so right here at the base of Pinnacle Peak, I'm looking at it right now. I brought together since my, my background and my, um, the name of my company is fit for golf, fit for life. I decided to keep it. But since everyone around here always talks about, Oh, I'm going, going to the club. I'm going over to the club. I decided to trademark the club at fit for golf, fit for life. So it's all based around golf. Now, of course, we've got a few non-golfers that come in or the last thing on their minds are golf game. They want other things. But I brought in Dan Swinsko uh, for physical therapy. who is was also- One of our
0: clinic gym hybrid co-instructors for our, our live courses. an Amazing, yeah. amazing therapist and super, very knowledgeable strength coach as well.
1: Yeah, well, he called me. He called me a couple of years ago and said, um, you know, or actually last year and, and came down from Seattle. I said, I'm really glad you're here. I've got this idea. So he is here as our physical therapist and trainer, because, of course, you know, Dan is wonderful at sandbags and kettlebells. He's like the master, right? Um, Then Ron Gring, the great Ron Gring has been a top 100 golf instructor and teaches TPI level one. Um, He's been at Terra Vita for a few years, and we just have a very good friendship. So I said, hey, how, what do you think about this? Now, obviously, Dan works somewhere else. Ron works somewhere else as well. But we come together here. Um, so there's three. We, we, we're called caddies. So we have a team of five caddies. And we like to say we are caddies. We even have the master's caddy suit that we got from caddyuniform.com. And for our, for our open house and ribbon cutting, we all wore the caddy outfits. Uh, we have two more people. Um, Tanya Rainier is was TPI certified and I met her years ago when she first moved here. She decided to get out of training and went to naturopathic school for six years. She is our naturopath. So she has been, um, crucial to a lot of the things here, um, kind of checking over blood tests, ordering blood tests, things like that for everybody and looking at all of, all of their levels. And then we've got one more gentleman named Mike Moose Masood, who is a flexibility specialist that does manual, another manual therapist. So you bring us all together and we're covering the gamut.
0: I love it. So, uh, you kind of do you, are you the sole owner and they're, they're basically independent contractors, contractors working with you?
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: What, in your experience uh, for those listening, is there a reason you went with that versus employees? Did you want to do a little less um, pressure on you or let them set their own schedules? Like Dan has a you know successful physical therapy clinic. I don't know how far his office is from you, but.
1: Well, I know my limit. And I didn't even mm-hmm. think that I could pull this off. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. again, not having a business background, not understanding a lot of the systems in place when it comes to the business, I'm still in the in, in the infancy. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I scared? No, because I, I, I've already come this far, and we're only a few months into this. Yeah, way
0: way dumber but- people than you have made made it work. You know, <laughs> I always think about that. Like, there's somebody out there who has a thriving gym that's not that smart, and. <laughs> So I'm sure there's no plan off. B
1: Josh. Okay. There's no plan yeah. B <laughs> awesome. I'm going to be re- retiring here. Um, no, I mean, I've, I've got everything written down. I've got lots of plans. I knew that if I put this all together, do I have a business plan? Absolutely. Um, we do, I charge them percentages. Mm-hmm. Um, I go and get a lot of the clients and we have everybody on, on, um, different portfolio plans, which I think is, would be yeah. important, important to talk about, but, mm-hmm. um, no, I don't think I would have been able to handle, for what I know right now, we always say, had I known then what I do know now, um, business and the employees. I, I don't understand that. That's not my, no. and I know a lot of your listeners do. So if you want to help me out on that, <laughs> I'm taking suggestions yeah, it guidance well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've had some really smart people on and, you know, like I can think of Dan Kleckner. Do you know Dan up in um, Washington? He's very good at that, and he's set up quite a few quite a few facilities across uh, across his area. but going into um, so you're in this niche of golf fitness within you know the mecca of golf uh, in the us Scottsdale, Arizona, but then we, even within there, you decided to kind of s- go for a specialty within there so you don't work you don't try to market to just all golfers, right there's a there's two groups that you really like working with exactly as you say juniors and seniors.
2: You don't, mm-hmm. you don't and, work and,
0: with anybody in between. Yeah. yeah How and, did you kind of I, come to that?
1: Well, having an early childhood development degree and going through all the TPI junior two and three, um, that's kind of my love. I mean, I'm just a natural when it comes to kids. Taterm Ranch golf club did get the Dan Campbell golf Academy over there. They started in 2009 and they said, "Yay, you're already here. And you have this background. You can work, work with kids. So when we're, when working with kids there for, we just built the program. I think we started with one little group and then ended up with a, with a whole bunch. Um, I'm trying to get that here again, because of where we're located. There aren't a lot of kids in this area. I mean, I'm sitting right. The four seasons is walking distance through a, through a, a dirt path. You know, we are in in, a, in an area of really the 50 plus. So I, The goal is to get some junior programs going after school and even on weekends. Um, But right now I'm going to a different, different club to do that. Um, You know, it's our our first year. Thank goodness for my 50 plus that just comes from people who can pay for country clubs, you know, that I've met for years and I had a really good, I think I started this. um, Let's see. Estancia, I had, I think I had almost 80 clients there. Wow. Throughout the 10 year 10 years and I of course I emailed them. I emailed everybody. I sent out Mailchimp newsletters and I went crazy saying I will this is what I'm doing. This is who I have. This is why you should come here. And because you've worked with me in the past, I will grandfather you in at this certain price. But these will be the other people's prices. That helped a lot get people in the door. Nice. Um, that's that's where our, our um, I'd say our eighty twenty is, you know.
0: Okay. And so most of your um, most of your clients are they doing private sessions? Are they doing small group? What what's the it's setup?
1: Funny, I, I would love small group. I know the importance of small group for business. I want to get into that more. Mm-hmm. Our clientele and Dan's a little surprised too. Our clientele here loves privates and they'll pay for privates. Mm-hmm. We just tried to do a class yesterday. A foam roller, you know, anything did for myofascial release here, just for fun as a little member mixer, pay forty-five dollars, get yourself a roller. Zero. Wow. <laughs> they they can't they want to have the happy hour, but they just soon come, you know, for the happy hour and stick with their, you know, hundred to two hundred yeah. plus, you know, lessons and they're they're fine with that.
0: Yeah. Going back to that uh, you know, talking about fitness centers and country clubs. <laughs> Do not neglect serving wine within that fitness center as a great way to attract some clients. I know some people are like, "Oh, this is a fitness center; you shouldn't do that." That's great. You you want to have a busy fitness center? Start pouring some wine on a couple of Thursdays or something. You know.
1: Oh yeah, we, yeah, we're going to do yeah. that. <laughs> so what have here. you
0: what have you learned? The over fifty crowd really, you know, responds to that. That might surprise some of the people listening. Is there anything that where they're they're nervous about certain things or scared to lift heavy weights you know I don't I don't want to hurt myself and you know uh,
1: but there's the certain trust factor that they already knew me and they knew that I mean my, my character my professionalism and I think I proved that over the years uh, for people coming in here then they had to trust whoever I let, I told, I recommend it here. Like, Hey, I think, I think you really need to get stretched by Mike because he sees mm-hmm. some things that I don't see or, you know, Dan, because I, I, I know my scope of practice. I am not a physical therapist. I'm very good at prehab and post rehab, but I will not do anything in between. And, and I know that if there's a pain and I can't figure mm-hmm. it out and there's an imbalance, um, I, I, I recommend Dan. Um, I would say, Let me think about this one. The people coming in here right now. um, Yeah, they are a little bit nervous on the first or second day because they, there's, there's a machismo. There's an ego. There's, we got CEOs. You can't just turn the CEO mentality off. Mm -hmm. They're they, you know, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm a woman and I'm nurturing. And I would say that that has really helped me. Um, This is a very safe place. We are friends. I, I know their birthdays I know their 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 families mm-hmm. um, I would say that that would be one thing that sets me apart um, I truly care and they know my boyfriend you know, <laughs> you know and and we, we you get to know people they're, there's they're not just a number and this again is not a physical therapy clinic where they got to come in get something done and move on you know they're they're buying 18 to 72 sessions at a pop that's again staying with the golf with the golf yeah. team and um, using them, and we got some people that are coming for double headers in one day and then coming back the next day. And wow. we've got, got a lot going on here. I mean, it's, it's neat. Yeah. But when they pay for their sessions, they get to use anybody. We're all the same price. So, what someone so just
0: buy- kind of tokens or credits for, you know.
1: Yeah, we call it a portfolio. So, everyone mm-hmm. wants their portfolio to be, to be green, right? I say, what, what, what color is your portfolio? And this is their golf performance portfolio. Um, I think this came to me in a dream, actually. And I set it up as you know we got the Ace, the albatross, the Eagle, the birdie, and the par package. I mean, those aren't that's not a new concept right there. But we took it with the with the um the, the more you're committed, the less you have to pay, right? So we did have someone right off the bat, ten thousand um, dollars, seventy two sessions, hundred and thirty seven fifty apiece. Bam, They're probably in here five to six days a week. When I say five to six days, I'm sorry, five to six sessions. So we call them holes. Um, but they're here for the year. You know this is their 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 home away from home, I'd say. And then we've got some yeah. that you know come and say, you know I like we have something called the quick fix. You know where they can just come in once. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not a portfolio member, but they need something. They either need a half an hour, an hour, a quick fix of something before they head out to the course. Maybe they're not from here. Maybe they're staying at the Four Seasons and they want to come over.
0: Yeah. Uh, So offering uh, that as well to not, not turn your nose up at that, uh, free business.
1: No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Not not Mm -hmm. at all. I mean, it's, it's been a neat concept. It will like change, you know, I'm again, first year, this thing Mm -hmm. is to last a minimum of five years for my lease. So we did say that, um, you know, it's it's based on a six month period because this is a very seasonal place. Because right. most, most people, snowbirds, I'm going to yeah. say, yeah. Let let's see how I how I'm talking in June through September, right? Kind of like Vegas, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can be, they can use it for a year. And I said everything will zero out next year, so you better use them because yeah. we may change this whole thing around. And I'm I'm not sure. I'm not so proud that I can't change it. You know. I'm, yeah we're learning as we go. But right now it seems to be working pretty well. So
0: Awesome. So were you pretty surprised when uh, people like Dan and, and your naturopath and all those people said, yes, like, heck yeah, we're in. Cause I heard about your place through Dan and he was wildly excited. He happened to be driving over to the ribbon cutting when I talked to him and he was overjoyed. And I think some people listening might be like, you know, worried about asking people or, or, Hey, I don't want to, You know, I don't know if you'd be interested and people are overjoyed and honored that you would be the one to ask.
1: Um, A couple of people came to me, you know, and the naturopath came at the very last minute because I think through social media, she's like, oh, this might not be a bad idea. We thought about having massage. Um, I made the cart barn. I bought a big barn door and it's, it's not, it's not soundproof. So I had to kind of think, well, do I really want to do massage? Okay. We have a simulator in here. We're hitting balls. I thought, forget it. I'm not going to have people coming in getting naked, wearing a robe. They they can literally go to the Four Seasons and afford it, and we got a spa in the same building. So we kind of just took it more of of, of a team approach, where it's not foo foo, but um. See, Mike, Mike, I met at the Sanctuary Spa 20 years ago. I was doing their Pilates program. He was stretching Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> you know, he's so he's been in the business a very long time as well, and we've stayed good friends. And I think. Being down here 20 years, I've never burnt any bridges. So I've I'm always on the lookout and I think I'm pretty friendly. So they wanted to jump on and be the team. I'm not the caddy master. We're even caddies. Um, yes, I take a percentage, but I need to pay the rent.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> it, you took, you took the be, risk too.
1: Well, it'll be what do they say? It takes three years to break even from what you put into it first. I mean, I know exactly what I put into it. So yeah. <laughs> and bought from TPI and you know, with the yeah. TI and all the carpeting and everything. I mean, this, it's a lot. It is. So.
0: Absolutely. Well, super exciting, Mindy. And, you know, I am, uh, I'm hoping everybody hears and is getting inspired that they, they could take that risk too. I think uh, what I'm learning from you is you did a great job of networking early on. And you kept that list alive. You didn't burn any bridges. And now as you go to open your own spot, you know, you're not... Uh, you're not telling all those previous clients, you got to come here, right? But you're opening that door and, and the ones that have seen value are going to slide on over and con- you're going to continue to grow. And then it sounds like to, so it's not just you, it's not just your services. You also made a few phone calls, put together some, some team members and essentially it's like the Avengers, right?
1: <laughs> right. I, I need them. Yeah. I, need, yeah. I need them. And when Dan and Mike and I are all three in here, I mean, it doesn't happen every day. I was in here by, all by myself with seven clients. Um, but when they're here, it's fun. And a lot of the members who come in know each other from the clubs around here, or they know of each right. other. Once they meet each other, they can come in and mm-hmm. uh, they sit and hit balls. They have a cup of coffee. We got Dutch Bros sponsoring us. We've, and that's that's another thing I wanted to tell your listeners is don't be afraid to ask for special affiliations meaning how Mm -hmm. can I help you? How can you help our members? Mm -hmm. So we will advertise for you. We will market for you. Um, Zentopia CBD drink, you know, they, they put it in our little free fridge here. Um, Dutch Bros coffee. But you know, if you're a portfolio member, you get a discount down at this dentist that's just opened up. You get a discount at the spa beside us. So we're trying to make it we're trying to make it before our portfolio members, like you're special. Right. I don't care how much money you have. You want to feel special. And if it's not necessarily a discount, cause we don't, we don't discount. Um, if it's yeah. not necessarily a discount because we're not supposed to do that. Right. Um, they got, they got a free Yeti, you know,
2: yeah. we got the club Yeti it.
1: for every single person. I ordered 300 and some. So they got their Yeti and they come in and they get to use their flow water machine. So we're just trying to make it make it um, a very special experience. So
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: But again, well, awesome. Learning.
0: <laughs> yeah, learning, And, you know, I'd love to see where we're at a year from now. And uh, how many Thank people you. have come through and, you know, what what you've learned about your niche within the niche. So You've niched down into golf fitness and within there, you only work with juniors because you love them and that's your background and seniors because they pay the bills and they can pay more bills, right? Right. And uh, I think seniors are very rewarding in some, some regard too because, you know, you can make 15, 18, 25% difference in a single day. You know, it's just get them a few different exercises and they're going to flourish and you don't see that in other groups as much.
1: No, I I, I completely agree. and. The, just the eyes that open, you know, I had an 83 year old in here today. The rest are all in their seventies Yeah, and, and, and it, it's a trust factor and I'm getting mm-hmm. them to do things they haven't done in a while. So.
0: Love it. I love it, Mindy. Well, thanks so much for the time today. I really wish you the, the best of luck. And it, uh, if people are looking at starting their own place, do you mind if they reach out and contact you?
1: I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. And so if they throw, your, advice for throw me, out your Instagram,
0: yeah. Throw out your Instagram <laughs> handle so they can get a hold of you.
1: Okay, so Instagram is at FitforGolf, F-I-T-F-O-R-G-O-L-F. Pretty simple. Facebook is Fit for exclamation point. Fit for exclamation point.
0: Fit for Golf, Fit for Life on Facebook.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, on behalf of Mindy Boyson, this is Dr. Josh Saturday saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dream of. Thanks so much, Mindy.
1: Thank you. This was fun. It really was.
0: Thanks a lot for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information about me, about us, about our programs, then just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. You can check us out there. Got our accelerator program and a few other programs that will help you get up and running as quickly as possible and making more money while providing excellent active therapy to your patients.